sounds kinda dumb, let's help him get smart, it's time to teach Tim stuff. Hey, welcome to Time to Teach Tim. Uh, we got Andrew Rich in the house, he's gonna be teaching us about poker, gambling, and uh, all that good stuff. Something I know way too much about, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, where... Did you start out like playing as a kid, like with family and stuff like that? So that's a good question. My my earliest memory, um, we went on like a trip down to Atlantic City as a family, like when I was eight or nine, and um, I vividly remember that I you couldn't go into the casino, but I directed my mom to like a slot machine, and she won. You know, she won like fifteen dollars, uh... and then that happened like two more times. And then, like, for the next year on the phone, she's like, oh, and Andrew picked this slot machine and it won, and Andrew picked that slot machine and it won. And I was hooked, you know? That yeah, was it. That yeah. was it. So it was kind of like, uh, oh, I've got a natural ability yeah. for this. <laughs> yeah. That since has cost me, like, $250,000, you know? <laughs> well, that's not bad with natural ability. That's actually a pretty <laughs> considering. Uh, I, I uh, would vacation in Brigantine, mm -hmm. which is, like, right there. And I, we would go to Atlantic City and do like the boardwalk stuff, like mm -hmm. Ripley's and and everything. But I remember wanting to go into the casino so bad; they just looked so cool. It was like, oh. yeah, they're fun. I mean, yeah. that's 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 what they do. Yeah, yeah. that's like, um, you know, when you look at like a Dave and Buster's now, it's like basically a casino for kids. <laughs> you know, it's like the <laughs> yeah. same type of environment they're trying to create. There. Yeah. Yeah, and it's fun. And uh, so, like, going as an adult, like, I've been to like parks pretty much and uh there's another like standalone casino somewhere near here uh well yeah i mean there's uh the sands which is over Just... in uh near uh ben salem i always get ben salem is parks and then bethlehem is yeah. uh is um is the sands yeah so we would do that but we always do the video blackjack because mm -hmm. it's hard to like at like a blackjack table i feel like if you hit on something you're not supposed to the whole table's mad at you and they'll chase you out that could be the case. Yeah, I mean, most of the time they'll they'll try and help you. The dealer will try and help you and stuff. But yeah, I mean, if it's really definitive, like if the dealer has a six and you know you have a four <laughs> and you hit, yeah, they could get pretty pissed, yeah. especially if it doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, I don't have much experience with gambling. Like I don't even buy scratch offs. Uh, I I don't know why. I, I just don't think I'm very lucky. I like to conserve my luck, I mm -hmm. guess. But poker's different. Poker's not really luck as much as it is skill and understanding. So the thing about poker is that, in theory, the um, the skill will always outweigh the luck. On any, on any given hand, there's a tremendous amount of luck. In any given session, there's a tremendous amount of luck. And, and you can even take it to the fact of, take it to the point of, like, over years, like there might be luck versus skill, but the theory is is that over time, over a ten year, twenty year, whatever, that the skill will definitely outweigh the luck, and that's why people could be profitable at poker. All right, that's the dream they sell you on. Yeah. I don't necessarily <laughs> believe it, but that's that's what they're uh, telling you. Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, do you play specifically Texas Hold'em pretty much? Uh, that that's the primary game, but I've played other. You know, there's Omaha, there's uh, stud games, but uh, Hold'em is the primary game that I would yeah. play. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so, do you do any like underground, or is it usually like casino? I I've done everything, anything, and everything. <laughs> so, um, you know, 
near me where I live, there are underground games where, you know, people are running it out of their house. They have a professional dealer. They have, uh, you know, you have to tip. They take a rake. It's not like just playing with your friends. Yeah. Um, you know, some of those games tend to play pretty big at times. Yeah. Like, it's not uncommon where if I come with, uh, you know, 800 bucks, I'm definitely the short man at the game. People come with 2,000, 3,000, things like that. Um, yeah, it's harder <laughs> to control uh, the amount that you, you come with. Yeah. Um, when you go to a casino, you have a lot more control because there's different games. There's, you know, one, two, no limit where you can have like $300 on the table and be fine. Yeah. Uh, so, but yes, the, the, to answer your question, there are underground games everywhere. Um, I haven't really uh, been doing that since the pandemic started. Yeah. Um, you know, my main thing now is that I play online poker and it's not that often, but, uh, you know, it's not legal where I live, so I have to drive to New Jersey and sit in my car and play, and that's that's my big activity currently. Yeah, that's what, did did online kind of like change the game for you? Like, do you feel like like now that you're able to get more hands without going to like a casino, do you think that helped to improve your skill at all? Well, online, you know, online used to be really big. Um, I, I don't know the amount of, you know, how long ago it was, but I would say 15 years ago or so, um, online poker was a really big thing. Uh, it was legal everywhere, or at least it w you could, you could play it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, again, I don't remember the year, but it, you just logged into your system one day and it just all of a sudden wasn't available and it was gone for that many years. So uh -huh. I, I used to play online poker all the time. Um, and then it just went away for a while. And now I just started playing maybe six, seven months ago again, yeah. but not in the same way that I was playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I know people who have been playing online <clears throat> since like it first came out and it's so dangerous because it's always there. Yeah. Yeah. Like we would just be like hanging out on a normal Friday, watching a movie mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, fuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? I just lost 300 bucks. <laughs> like what? Yeah. And that, that is the nice thing to some extent about the fact that it's not legal where I am, that I do have to go out and play. Yeah. It's not just like I'm going to the bathroom. All right, let me get in a few hands of poker. It can't, I can't do that, which yeah. is, I think is a, uh, a benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'd always, I would always be thinking about it. Like, all right, when can I do this? When can I do that? Yeah. Yeah. So playing poker, do you have any like strategies you like to go with like i obviously two seven is worst hand ever don't ever play two seven right uh some people like to play two seven which blows my mind but so like when you you sit down at a table you're looking long term right uh yeah i mean i unfortunately i think my my approach is don't lose all your freaking money, <laughs> you know, and that's really not the way you're supposed to play because ultimately you will lose your money, which uh, most of the time I, I do. Um, you know, my, my big thing is always that I will win. I'll win again. I'll win again. And then I will lose it all. And then some like that, that's how <laughs> I, that's my basic poker uh, plan. That's how, that's how it's always worked out for me. Um, and the main reason there is because, for me, I like to play more than I like the money, you know? So yeah. if I if I can afford yeah. to play, I'm going to play and until I'm satisfied with the amount of uh, money that I've lost or I'm like, all right, you know what? I got to I got to take a break here yeah. for a little yeah. bit. Was there like a big win that like hooked you? You said like when you're a kid picking that machine, mm -hmm. do you have like a specific poker win you can look back and be like, "Oh, I remember this. This was perfect." 
No, I, I can't say that I have. I mean, I've had some I've had some wins along the way. But, I, you know, I would say, first of all, gambling does kind of run in my family to some extent. Yeah. It was always there. You know, the, we talked about the Atlantic City trip. But I had a, you know, I had a friend growing up whose dad was a big gambler. And this kid knew how to uh, shoot craps at the age of four. You know, like he could yeah. teach me how to play craps. So gam- gambling was always there. Um, in terms of poker, uh, you know, that really became big. Uh, I think I, I always forget the year, maybe 2002, 2003, for a few reasons. Um, Rounders had come out, you know, a few oh, years yeah, earlier, yeah, which was a big yeah. movie. Um, they had Chris Moneymaker won the World Series of Poker, which was a really big thing. And it kind of sold the people on the fact that the common everyday man could do this. Um, and then the other thing was that when you're watching TV, you could see the cards. Um, that was, you know, that yeah. was a big thing that that made it very exciting. And then the last thing was like the uh, the fact that it was available online. So, you know, all of these things kind of came together. It was like a perfect storm that that just got me hooked. And, uh, you know, I, to some extent, it was really great because I always was a casino person. Like I would go play blackjack. I'd do whatever. And you're just giving your money away in that case. Yeah. Um, when poker came out and, and poker became popular, it, it really did help me because now I don't even care. I don't care about sports betting. I don't care about blackjack. I don't care about any of those things. I just like to play poker. And it was kind of all those things that came together that brought me to yeah. it. Yeah, I remember that. It was a weird time. It was like right around there, 2002, 2003, like all of a sudden my friends are talking about poker and mm-hmm. like specifically Texas Hold'em and like the World Series of Poker being on TV. I feel like I I knew go fish as a card game (laughs) until I was like 16 and then I knew Texas Hold'em Mm -hmm. and it was just a weird transition and like all of a sudden people were talking about number charts and like there I remember reading an article in high school about because it was statistics Mm -hmm. uh and there was a a game that all like New York stock stockbrokers would play and they came up with the Texas Hold'em number chart of like how much to bet on what hand. Right. And, and it, it was like also, I think a, what also helped poker blow up like that, it was a combination of kind of nerd culture exploding also. Because mm-hmm. it's very numbers. Like, so like your, your possibility of winning then depends, will tell you how much you should bet. Right. So, and, yeah. So like part of that is like, you, you could be in a situation where, you know you're behind in a hand, yeah. okay? Like, let's say there's, um, you know, there's a, you know, about the flop, you know, you know, like, yeah. all, so there's common cards and there's, a, you're holding a pair of pocket queen, you know, you're holding a pair of queens and there's a king on the flop and, you know, the guy's betting and you really know that the guy has a king, but depending on how much he bet versus how much you stand to win, if you call compared to the odds that you have of winning that hand, if the amount of money exceeds the uh, the percentage chance, then even though you know you're behind, in the long run, that's considered a good call because it's yeah. a profitable call. And that's where people start thinking about this whole thing on another level that, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it kind of takes all the fun and, you know, out of the game. Yeah. If you think back to like, you know, movies or when people talk about tells, you're like, you're looking at the guy and you're staring him down and like, oh, does this guy have a better hand? And all of that's kind of now out the window because now there's, you're putting out a tell to screw with the guy to, to think you have the bad. Yeah. T- I mean, it's, it, it's, it's all about the percentages now and they've basically taken all the fun yeah. out of it. <laughs> I, I love watching it on TV just to see the interactions. Like, 
And like it's the same thing as if you're playing a card game with your buddy. Like the funnest part isn't the to me at least the all right, well Jack Ten offsuit. Let's mm-hmm. see what the flop is. The fun part is oh he you're all in. Like I'm gonna destroy you, you son of a gun. Right, <laughs> like, hearing, hearing the banter between the yeah. people. Yeah, and that that is a thing that on some of these uh, these shows, these broadcasts, they focus more on like the conversations yeah. as opposed to like sometimes they have an announcer and you can't really hear the conversations as much. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a big thing that yeah. they uh, that they want you to learn the players and learn who these profitable people are and yeah. almost like sports stars. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. it's and it's so funny because there's always the one guy, super extremely talented, will not say a word. <laughs> he's, right, he's almost like. Kind of like, I can't believe this is so popular now. I have to be on camera. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. There, there's plenty of people. There's, as with anything, there's all sorts of people. There's people with big personalities mm-hmm. that are loud and, and verbose and do all these things. And then there's people that, you know, they look like they're, you know, they're a serial killer just sitting there <laughs> and, and they, they don't make a sound the whole time. But they're in their head. They are calculating every single thing that's going on yeah. and, and always making the precise move and, you yeah. know. And then there's people that could do both. You know, there's people that have really big personalities, like, you know, Daniel Negreanu might be a name you know. Yeah. You know, he's he's really very talkative and personable, but he knows the game as well. And that's, yeah. you know, it, it's amazing. I think he's worth like, you know, $50, 60000000 million. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's a, when, when poker blew up, I remember hearing those jackpots and be like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, and to, to me, though, I didn't see all the work that went in behind that. Like Daniel Negrano is uh, playing six different online games at the same time while he's sitting at a table, like right, because it's the the ten thousand hours. Like it's the I need to see every possible hand. Mm-hmm. I need to also see people to see how they think, how they're uh, to see the uh, the variability of how they will think, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then besides when they're playing, they're also reading and studying charts and doing all these things that I mean, like, I'm not smart enough to do all that. I, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just not like my brain can handle a certain amount yeah. of things. I, I can't process information in that way. Yeah. The, the one thing that seems strange to me about poker itself, especially at casinos, the casino isn't really making money on it. They're not okay. So they are essentially you're renting the table space from them. So um, they are you're not playing against the casino. Yeah. But yeah. they're taking a port. It's like they're being a bookie. Like you know, if you're if you're a bookie, your goal is to have money on equal sides of the equation so that you're just collecting the the vig the five percent yeah it doesn't matter who wins it doesn't matter who loses you're just constantly getting that action poker is the same way whereas if you play blackjack or you play craps you are playing against the house yeah and they might you know that you might win big lose big or so on when i'm playing poker i'm playing against you yeah the guy next to me um and then they're just getting a percentage so from the casino standpoint they are they don't have any risk yeah but also the rewards not as high they know how much money exactly they're getting per hour for the game and that's what they get whereas you know if you play blackjack they want to get that big whale in the casino because yeah. he's going to lose three million dollars it's not it's not the same yeah. thing it's so do you feel like casinos treat poker players different than they play they treat like blackjack players oh then? definitely yeah the the casino the the casinos 
I, I think they almost treat it like a, a loss leader to some extent. Like you get the people in the casino. Um, for example, Parks. Parks had um, they had the casino, the poker room off in a different area, right? Completely. Yeah. And it was great. I loved that that room. And then like you know, I go there and they moved it. They moved it to the back of the casino, so you had to walk through the casino to get to the poker uh. room and then walk out <laughs> the same way. Because they they want you, you know, why are we bringing these people here if they're not going to walk through yeah. the casino? But yeah, you don't get like the uh, the types of comps that you would get. Like you're not yeah. playing poker for uh, ten hours and then getting free dinner. You know, yeah. you might you might get ten bucks credited to you or something. <laughs> you get free dinner at the food court downstairs, which yeah. to me that's great. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm low maintenance. Do you? So when you, you sit at a table sometimes with people a couple hours, do you ever like build friendships? Is there like a little community or? Uh, well, you know, when you're talking about the local underground games, you know those people. I mean, you see, it's like going to right. an open mic. Like you see the same people over yeah. and over and over again. Um, when you go to a casino to play, it's obviously a much larger pool of people. Yeah. But you can certainly strike up a conversation or, or a, you know, friendship and then recognize that guy the next time. Oh, yeah, we played last time. I remember yeah. you. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty common because you are, you are sitting pretty close together. Yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting close together for long hours, uh, uh, yeah. you know, long hours at a time. Yeah. yeah. What's, uh, what's the longest you've ever been at a table if you're... Uh, I mean, twenty four hours, uh, yeah. maybe even more. I've I've done that, um, and I would I could do it longer too. Like I could, <laughs> I could sit there for a very long time. When I'm doing my car thing, sometimes like I could do that for eight or nine hours. I'm sitting in my car for nine hours. Like that's that's not healthy. I mean, there's something there's something off about that. Yeah, but like you were saying, though, the enjoyment of the game, like it's it's a unique game because it's not physically exerting. Mm -hmm. It it is kind of mentally exerting, but you get breaks. Like when you fold off off a a hand, like then you can kind of all right, hang out for a little bit, and then collect yourself and get back into a flow. Yeah, it's kind of like um, if you think about a baseball game or a football game. Like the 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 game itself is three hours, but the amount of action that you have is what like six minutes or something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's very similar to that. Like you're when you're playing poker the majority of time you are just sitting there not playing poker now yeah. are you studying other players are you watching it are you getting are you getting really involved with some people more than others but in terms of your actual play you're you're really not playing the bulk of the time and if you are you're doing something wrong because you shouldn't be in that many hands yeah yeah that's the, that's where i get in trouble because like I, if uh, folding is hard for me because i i see i <laughs> You get I, bored. I'm optimistic too. I'm oh, yeah. like, oh, this seven of hearts. Like, there might be another seven. Right. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like Curious George. Like, yeah. you know, am I gonna am I gonna see the cards I want to see? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a big that's a big discipline. Yeah. Um, I would say the bigger discipline though is playing a an amount that's right for you. Um, you don't want to play anything above your head. You don't want to play anything uh, too below your head. You want to play something that's right there because this way you value the money, but you're not afraid of losing the money. Yeah. You know that if you could do that and find those games, then that's that's the perfect fit for you. Yeah. Uh, I like to do twenty dollar buy in tur tournaments. Mm -hmm. Like just five people. You know, second place gets uh, their money, their money back, back yeah. and then you walk away with eighty if you you win. Like right. that's. To me, that's a good time because then usually we go out to a diner and winter buys and we right. get our money back pretty much. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, 
I, I've never been in a position where like I've I've always wanted to be, but I where I was like I could easily lose like four hundred dollars and mm-hmm. just go in uh guns a blazing. <laughs> Cause I, I, I wanna see just if I would be able to push people around a little bit. Cause like we have a group of friends, five of them that play, and I never get to really test them kind mm-hmm. of to see like what because if we don't care right if our reactions are fun. different yeah 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 i mean if you're playing a 20 dollar tournament i mean it, like you guys that's what you do you have like five people you yeah. play so how long would each tournament take uh three hours about okay so that's that's a really long time for that amount of money so you guys are just doing this to be social yeah yeah what happens to the guy who goes out in three minutes or 10 minutes or what what does he do usually hangs out just hangs Uh, out and watches (laughs) well we'll usually like have the tv going in the other room Mm -hmm. so like you kind of bounce in and out maybe smoke a cigarette and just kind of float around like it's it's definitely more the hang than the game Sometimes we get people who are definitely there more for the game and mm-hmm. then kind of don't invite them back. Right. <laughs> like this one time, uh, it, this guy kept like pushing the pace of the game. Like, you know, we wrap up a game. He's like, come on, deal, deal, deal. Like, bat, 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 da, da, da. And it, it was just so uncomfortable. Yeah, I've for... been I've been that guy. Like I, <laughs> I've been that guy that's that's shown up at the you know the social game. And I'm like, okay, guys, I'll I'll deal. Like you got you know because some people deal and they're flipping yeah. over the cards as they're dealing and they can't they can't do it and it's slow and they're trying and like somebody goes to the bathroom. I'm like, all right, we'll wait while he goes to the bathroom. I'm like, no, you don't wait while. Yeah. He... <laughs> so I try and avoid those situations because it's, it's not it's not fun for me. Like I. Yeah. Unless I know what I'm getting into. Like, if I know that, okay, I'm just going for the social experience. We're going to play. They're playing poker, but it's not really why we're there. If I know that going in, then, then yeah, I could do that. But yeah. if, if I'm going to play cards and then I see this going on, I'll get frustrated pretty yeah. quickly. So, so you almost see them as, like, two different types of games then, right? Like, social versus, like... Uh it's it's Money. very it's very rarely social for yeah. me like it's not it's not something I, i'd rather do something else like yeah. let's go let's go play pool let's go and because i'm you know i'm a terrible pool player but you know i'll go to play pool and that'll be social activity yeah. for me yeah. if we're if we're playing cards i i don't it's it's not it's just not enjoyable like yeah i guess yeah. um it's kind of like it's part of the reason like i don't go to i don't really like going to vegas um the main reason is that you're in vegas you know you have all this stuff all this uh, entertainment at your disposal, but really all I want to do is play poker. So it's like it's like I'm constantly torn. My my wheels are constantly spinning. Like, well, should I do this? Should I do this? Well, I don't really want to do this, but I could do this anywhere. You know, yeah. why am I here in Vegas? So, you know, Vegas is like really torturous for me. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard for me to do. <laughs> I've been to Vegas one time. I flew in, my parents picked me up in the RV and we drove right out. <laughs> and I was like, We're in Vegas. <laughs> right. Can we stay for a few hours? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even play a slot machine in in the airport because right. I was like, no, we're going to be hitting the, no, nope, not and, at all. <laughs> and that kind of thing, like that doesn't appeal to me. Like a slot machine in an airport, or you know, go to play blackjack because I have a half hour to kill. Like that that type of stuff doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. And, and in fact, like you know, I, I've 
I've made jokes like on social media or something where like I'm at I'm at Foxwoods on like a Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. and I walk through the slot room and uh, just because you have to pass it and all these people are playing slots. I'm like, these people are such degenerates. But now I'm going to go play poker for, you know, for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. It's different. Like I'm looking as like, OK, well, at least I have this this dream or this vision that this is skill and it's not just luck where these people, they're just giving their yeah. they're giving their money away. And to me, there's there's a big difference. There. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest with you, I I. 100% believe it's skill over luck because my one friend who plays a lot mm-hmm. wins almost all the social games we play. Right. Like it, it's obvious there there's a skill gap between us and him. Mm-hmm. Cuz he is talented. He will he will push hands that I would never be like confident in. Mm-hmm. He's able to pretty much look at at the flop, the draw and the river and know that he, even if he doesn't have the best hand, how to be confident enough to be uh, make us go, oh, well, he's definitely got the king because right. the king's out there, even though he's got pocket sevens. Yeah, <laughs> but there also might be times where you might just call. You know, yeah, you might yeah. call him even though he's behind, and then he's going to—he's not, he's not going to bluff entire—most likely, he's not going to bluff thinking that automatically you're folding. He's bluffing thinking, all right, you'll probably fold— but even if you don't fold, I still have a reasonable chance of winning this yeah, hand. Yeah. Could be a flush draw, could be a straight draw, could be a combination. He could have a, a low pair and a and a gut shot straight draw. There's there's a lot of ways that he could look at it, but it's called uh, like fold equity because if you fold, well, now he's 100% winning the hand. But if you call, well, now he has a 35% chance of winning the hand. But the fact that you f- have a chance of folding, yeah. that that makes it a profitable play for him. That see and like again, that's knowledge that I wouldn't even think of. Like, to me, it it, uh, poker is very win or lose. Like the percentages Mm -hmm. don't don't factor into like my. If I know I have the best hand, I will play that hand. If I'm not confident in hand, I don't play. Which is what you should be doing because you're only playing, you know, an hour. You know, you're playing a few hours a month or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. The percentage thing comes into people who are playing six hours, ten hours every day. You know, like this is where the percentages come into play. But if you're just playing with your friends, yet yeah, you're not looking at, okay, well, is this a profitable call long term? <laughs> like it's not. It, it's silly. It's, you're not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like, how did you learn? Is that experience, or or did did you study uh, like the charts on like profitable long term? No, and I don't, and I'm not, I don't know that stuff. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, I know, I know the very basics. You know, yeah. like, I, first, obviously, you know which hands beat which hands. Um, you know, you know about outs, and so if you have ten outs, and an out, an out is a card that would give you a win. So, for example, if you have four spades, you know, an any spade would be considered an out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, you know, I know how many outs equals the percentage chance that you have, the, you know, winning the hand. But in terms of comparing that to your pot odds and like, I'm not doing that math. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe very loosely and probably incorrectly. Um, <laughs> but you know, the the big thing. See, my my belief is that even though skill will outweigh the luck, right? Mm-hmm. You're still talking about a very small percentage, and the best comparison would be like let's let's take a sports better. Okay, so if a sports better bets a hundred dollars on a game, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, they are paying. I think it's a five percent or t- I forget if it's a five. I think it's a five percent vig. So if you if you bet a hundred dollars, it costs you five dollars to bet, or maybe it's ten dollars. I forget yeah. whichever it is. So the top gamblers, I think all they have to do is win like fifty seven, fifty eight percent of their games to be profitable. And and if you could win fifty eight percent of your bets, like that's a that's a professional gambler. You are dump doing something really successful and great. Yeah. Okay. But now let's take people's luck into the into the equation. Some people are more lucky than others, whether it's gambling or life or whatever. Yeah, they yeah. are more lucky than others. And when if you're just talking about that 50 to 60% that you have to be successful, well, isn't it possible that your luck is just 3% less than the other guy? Or for, and, yeah. and that's that's yeah. I really strongly believe that. Like, yes, skill outweighs the luck, but to some extent, some people are definitely luckier than others. Yeah. Um, you know, you could be lucky on the tables and then really unlucky outside, you know, like yeah. you, you did really well here, but then you find out you have, uh, you know, a foot cancer. I mean, I don't know, I'm just making something, <laughs> uh, you know, things like that happen all the time. Yeah. I've been very lucky outside of, of gambling, but anything relating to gambling, lucky is just not my, <laughs> is not what I have. <laughs> Do you have any lucky charms, anything like no, that? No, I don't, I don't like any of that yeah. stuff. Uh, that always cracks me up to see like what, like even professional gamblers mm-hmm. bring to the table. Like part of you, like by being a professional gambler is like saying, Hey, I know it's not just luck, but I also really believe in luck. <laughs> right. Well, so I don't have lucky charms, but I do like to make sure that I am in the right position to gamble. So like, for example, I'm not leaving my family in the lurch somewhere or like I I didn't do something like I did everything I'm supposed to do. Um, I used to have this thing. My my wife hated. I mean, she hated this. And if she listens, she's probably going to hate this, too. But her name is Jessica. Mm -hmm. And I used to call it the hexica. Like if she, if she got, if she was mad, I would, I would just automatically lose and it would be disastrous losses that were just dramatic and could have been the end of a movie the way, like, how did this guy lose this? And it was because of the hexica and she, you know, she hated that more than anything in the world, the hexica. Well, that's a good rule to only gamble when your wife's in a good mood. Yeah, like, that's, I think that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> if you learn anything from this podcast, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can uh, I can stand by that one. Yeah, so like, I I've never sat down at a poker table. Oh, you I'd, should. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> I mean, there's different levels. It, you know, you it depends for you want to know what you're going for. Like, are you gonna do you have how much money do you have? Um, are, would you be comfortable losing it? Not that you want to lose it, but yeah. are you comfortable losing? It? How much time are you going for? Yeah. Um. And and that's you know it it's definitely something you could do. And there's different. There's also limit games. So you know if you only had a hundred bucks that you wanted to play with, you can go play two four limit. Yeah. And, and be fine. You know that there's some that's something that you could easily do. Now is the the limit like limit money per hand or is that limit on the blinds? It's so when you bet you have to bet in certain increments. So uh, you could bet $2 or $4 pending if it's the flop, pre-flop, uh, you know, post-flop, things like that. But you can't be like, all right, I'm all in. Like it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't yeah. work that way. Oh, that's interesting. I never knew that. I never would have thought about that. 
yeah, and there's different limit games. So, uh, you know, you could play, some people play 300, 600. Like the scene in, um, you know, Rounders well? Not really, no, okay. no. So there's a scene in Rounders where Matt Damon plays against Johnny Chan, who's like the, you know, was the top pro at the time. And what what inspired Matt Damon to like go for it in the big scene was that he had played against Johnny Chan, but they were actually playing a limit game. They were playing like 300, 600, uh, which, you know, that's a very high, you know, high limit yeah. game. But the majority of poker that people play, or at least that I play, and that what's what you see on TV, that's all no limit, yeah. no limit poker. You yeah. could bet any amount at any time as long as you have it on the table. So if so, going into it, let's say I got three hours, hundred bucks, mm-hmm. completely disposable. Where do you recommend that I sit down? Um, that would be a low stakes game. That yeah, would be yeah, like yeah. a two four, maybe a three six limit game, which is not always easy to find. Like you, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you'd have you can you can uh, either call the casinos or they have they have apps that tell you what games they have running. Um, but Parks probably wouldn't have that. Maybe they would. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, the Borgata usually have that because they have some. That's like if you sit at a game like that, you're going to be with a lot of 70 year olds. You know, like that yeah, yeah. is going to be you yeah. and a bunch of 75 year olds. Yeah, that's the one thing. Like um, playing like the the I guess they call it virtual blackjack now, but like the electronic off the screen. Most of the time we play that because it's like one dollar a hand. Right. It's something is super low. And it's just fun because we're there to waste money without ruining anyone else's right time. Well, what I'd recommend for you, if you, well, I wouldn't recommend it, but if yeah. you are interested in playing, um, I mean, you're in New Jersey. You could play online poker. You could play one cent, two cent. You know, you could buy in for five dollars, and you could play that for hours. You know, yeah. like yeah. that would be the best way for you to kind of get acclimated to it. And it's always there for you. you could play any level. It's not going to hurt you unless you let it get out of hand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's where I would start if you were interested as playing online. Yeah. <clears throat> not to, not to, uh, throw a, a comic under the bus, but, uh, Steve Poston, one day we're at a mic, mm-hmm. he hands me his phone cause he's about to do his set and he is playing, he, I didn't, I'm pretty sure he was playing Hold'em, but he's like, here, pl- just play the hands while I'm gone. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, I've never played online before. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing. And I just kept folding the hands because I didn't want to lose sure. money for him. He's like, it's like a penny a hand. Like, what do I care? Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I had like ace 10 on one of them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's when you're playing with somebody else's uh, money, that's never, that's yeah, never no. fun. <laughs> but, but yeah, I was like surprised. He's like, it's like a penny a hand. I was like, oh, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. They have one cent, two cent. I mean, you could play really, really low stakes online. Yeah. yeah. And and there'll be always somebody playing. So you can you can yeah. certainly find that. Online is there is there like a little chat on the side? Do you still get the banter online? Um, I've seen it for some reason. The site I'm playing on it it blocks it. I don't know if it's a setting that I just haven't figured out. But like, right. if somebody types something in or if I type something, it just comes up as all asterisks. So I, I don't uh, I don't know what's going on there. But usually the the banter online when it was there is all mean, negative. You know, like, yeah. how do you make that call? What are you doing? <laughs> Go do something else. You know, like it's never it's never anything good. Yeah, yeah. And like in person, like it's so different. Sure. To me, like, do you find that people are more friendly? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's like, yeah, for sure. I mean, you're you're it's 
when you're on social media and somebody writes like a negative, uh, you know, comment, yeah, you know, they're yeah, making yeah. a negative comment. They're not there. But in person, yeah, everybody's there to kind of have fun to some extent. Yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely going to be some jerks like like with anything. But yeah, <laughs> people, people for the most part, even though you're playing against them and even though you want their money. It, it's you're you're just competing like if you're playing in a softball league or something like yeah. that it's just it's just for fun <laughs> yeah so if you're there for like 24 hours they they must do they sir do they bring you food oh yeah do you, like, yeah do they you... do the whole like drink service like quote unquote they they definitely have drinks i mean you know you obviously tip tipping the waitresses yeah, yeah. but poker is a game where you can eat at the table i mean that's yeah, it's that's the only the, game it's the only game you can do it <laughs> you can't you can't do it anywhere else and you know i don't know i get some people like it some people don't like it some people are disgusting with it you know yeah. just licking their fingers and then like it's gross like what are you doing um but yeah i've, I've certainly had my share of food at a at a poker table. <laughs> and you can get out like you can you can leave the table and they'll hold your spot for 45 minutes you know oh, e- right. each casino has different rules it might depend on how crowded it is but you can get up i mean if you're playing in a poker tournament which yes, is different, yeah. um, you know, then you'll get blinded out. But those tournaments have built-in breaks. Um, right, yeah. But if you're playing cash, yeah, you can go You can go anywhere and come back for sure. Right, yeah. Do you, do you enter tournaments at all? I love tournaments. Tournaments to me, like if I'm going to go to a casino, I'll usually schedule that around a tournament. It's definitely not profitable. Like, you know, you have to come in the top 10 to win anything yeah. significant. Um but what's really nice about them is they do have a a beginning and an end, yeah. you know. So it's it's definitive. <laughs> um, plus, they're really fun. Like uh, you you have a certain amount of money that you've bought in for. You can't lose more than that unless you know they do have rebuy tournaments and they do have add ons where yeah. you, you know if you bust you could rebuy so you can get in trouble that way. But you know a tournament to me is it's it's really exciting. You get you get deep into the tournament. You're one of 15 people left when 300 people started. It's just there's something yeah. there that's not there with a cash game for me. But in the long run, it's it's definitely a losing proposition. Yeah, we, we do in hockey. We do a, uh, Iron Man tournaments. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much quick games, uh, smaller bench. It's usually only three on three, mm-hmm. and it, it's just it's fun because you. We kind of all know each other now, but you get to meet people, you hang out. It's usually like early in the day. It's more of a social event. Mm-hmm. Our tournaments kind of like that, where it's like some people take it more seriously, of but course. there's like people who are like just happy to be there. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean that that's that was the big thing. Like when you go, if you watch the World Series of Poker on TV, you know the first days you're going to have celebrities there. You know, like yeah. Jason Alexander and uh, Brad Garrett from. Uh, you know, everybody loves Raymond and, uh, you know, you can have all these celebrities and then you can have all these older people and you can have all these people, but then by like day five, day six, you know, now you're just down to the, to the pros, the people who are just there to win. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that is the nice thing about, uh, poker, like the main event, you know, I can't play in the, uh, in the major league baseball world series, but I can play against Phil Ivy in the world series yeah. of poker. All, all it is is $10,000. If I want to put up $10,000, I can compete in the biggest event there yeah. is. Yeah. And, and that's what, that's what's kind of, that's what people kind of like about it. Um, you know, the other thing though, is that it looks so easy. Like when you're yeah. watching on TV, anybody, <laughs> Oh, I could do this. I could do this. And then like, you think about, 
you know, a comedian. Like, think about what we have to do as comedians. Like, you're watching, they're like, oh, that's really easy. Yeah. And then you get up there, like, oh, okay, I'm not, I haven't gotten yeah. a laugh in a, in a month. <laughs> it's the same, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's as with anything. Yeah. What, what's your, your favorite part about playing poker, would you say? Um, I, for me, you know, it's always like, I feel like there has to be the potential to win something like to win something of yeah. significance like i i really like even when i when i go on a tournament online like i look at that first prize and you know i bought bought him for 50 dollars, and the first prize is 4500 like that's a that's yeah. a significant am i going to win the 4500 i'm not um <laughs> but you know just the 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 excitement of that being there i like that and then you know the other part of just kind of I'm just chilling at a at a table, you know. It's um I'm isolated. I, this is what I'm doing for the next few hours yeah. and so on. Actually, there there was one time that I um I was driving to the uh to the sand. It's not called the sands. It's called like Wind Creek or something. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. it took me forever to get. Like I I got into a there was there was traffic. It took me like twice as long, if not more, to get there. And on my way, I was preparing this joke for the table that I that I that I got there. <laughs> that you know, I was like, I get to the table and I'm like, oh man, I could not sit down in that car for another second. And then I plop down on the poker chair. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> you know, like now I'm gonna sit here for the next 36 hours. <laughs> yeah, it got a little chuckle. It got a chuckle. <laughs> there, that's sometimes that's all you need is yeah. just a chuckle. Yeah, I was, I was happy with it. Yeah. The dealer liked it. That was all that mattered. <laughs> well, it's something nice too about like having committing time to an activity. Mm -hmm. Like that, there's something very comforting in knowing what you're doing for the next however many hours. Sure. Yeah, I mean, with with me specifically, like here here's my my two main. I have three three activities outside of work and family and all that stuff. I have uh, poker, I have um, uh, comedy, obviously, and I have like baseball and softball. Okay, so let's take baseball and softball out of the equation. It's seasonal. Um, with stand up. Like for the most part, like you have to repair, it's work. Like you never essentially look forward to doing it. I mean, <laughs> you do, but you don't. But then once you do it and you're there, you feel great about yourself, yeah, right? Yeah. You you had a good set. Okay, this is great. I, I feel good. Like I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna do something. And then the next morning you're like, oh, I gotta go out again tonight. It's like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> With poker, it's the exact opposite. Like I look forward to it. I look forward to it all the time. Oh yes, I'm gonna play poker and it's gonna be awesome. And then once you get there, once you start, you just feel you feel so bad about yourself. Even if you're winning. <laughs> Even if you're winning. You're like, what am I doing in my life? Like I won forty dollars. I played for eight hours. Like, what is this? I just wasted all this time. What am I doing here? So it's it that that's the big thing. And that's why that's why I really uh, you know, stand up is great for me because it, it's an activity that I look forward not again, looking forward is a tough way to put it, but yeah. it's it's something to do where I'm not constantly focusing on poker. Like I yeah. even when I'm not doing it, I can work on it. It's it's an activity and it's it's something that, that will keep me away from gambling, which yeah. is which is something I've said repeatedly. <laughs> uh wait till you get booked at casinos, then what are you gonna <laughs> that, be like, that'll ah, be tricky. Ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, that'll be that'll be that'll be a my a mind fuck for me for sure. That'll be torture. Yeah. You've been doing how long? You've been doing comedy? Not really that long, right? No, not long. It, it and it's tough to measure because you have the pandemic in the middle yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would say to in total, it's been about a year. Yeah, that would be my best yeah. guess. Yeah, 
you kill you crack me up oh, too. Thanks, like uh <laughs> you you have this bit about baseball i'm not gonna give your material out but you had a i think it was about teaching your son or something or teaching a kid uh i just loved it i really enjoyed it you're a very good writer oh thanks man i appreciate that i know i know what you're talking about like the david beckham's dog thing and that yeah, yeah. you know what it's my body because that joke never got i i that uh, that's my biggest mystery i never understand i think that's a great line and never it really rarely ever works but thank i appreciate it i, I enjoy it thank you appreciate yeah. that do you, uh do you find that there is anything that you learned from poker that's helped you in comedy at all uh, you know, like there's some material I can get from poker. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I, 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 for the most part, I keep them separate, you know, like I do try and take information from there and try and, tri but that's also hard too, because once you start talking about like poker, you, it's very easy for people to tune out. Like, even if it's, even if it's something that's, that yeah. they can identify with, like, ah, oh, I'm not interested in poker because it's such a small subset. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's what, um, there is this podcast is called moth. They do a storytelling thing and, uh, they're gambling, uh, podcast whatever the guy who was talking about it he's like it's very unique because it was the least listened to of the year but it was the only one that people when they started listening to most of the time they finished the entire oh, thing. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i feel like yeah it's like like die hard like also like i love hearing stories about gambling because they're stakes like it's like interesting it's like automatically stakes involved right you know and uh you just kind of want to see it to completion mm -hmm. that's why like whenever i go to the casino i either leave because it's time to leave or i leave because i lost it everything i brought <laughs> that, and that that's pretty common like it'd be very rare that like if i'm sitting in a casino even if i go to dinner you know like i am my feet are tapping like when that when i finish that whatever i was eating and i'm waiting for the check and or i'm with somebody and they're still eating like i can't wait to get back <laughs> it, it's it's really tough and you know i have definitely left casinos where i've had you know zero dollars in my pot you know nothing yeah. like you i don't even know how it was before easy pass like how do you even pay the tolls <laughs> home like i've had to figure that part out yeah, you know? yeah. well it's like a unique adrenaline because it's it's almost like losing is its uh its own reward in a way because it's another chance to it like makes you want to try harder so I have a lot on this. Like this, this is you, you've hit on something there. Um, my basic theory is that winning is you're, you're never satisfied with winning. Like mm -hmm. if I go to let's say I go to play poker, right, and I and I know I'm going to be there for a weekend, right, yeah. and I'm playing and it's the first two hours and I'm up two hundred bucks. I'm like, you know what? This is actually kind of boring. You know, like this is I'm up two hundred bucks. Like this is kind of boring. Like what else am I going to do? And then fast forward like 24 hours later when the when you realize you only have four hours left or something yeah. and you're down $600. <laughs> you know, the time flies by like crazy because the losing is what satisfies you. The winning, you're never satisfied with the, with the win because there's always more room to win. Yeah. With losing, for the most part, you have a definitive amount you're willing to lose. You might stretch it, you might push it, but that loss, you feel that loss. Yeah, and you're yeah. you're good with that loss. You're never good with the win. And that's why people keep coming back. That's interesting. That's real interesting. It's a loser's mentality, but that's yeah. that's the way it is. Also, one one other one other thing is uh with poker, 
or, you know, I guess poker is really the way. It's the only activity that you can say to yourself, damn, I only have nine hours left. You know, there's nothing, <laughs> else, there's nothing else you could say in the world with that sentence. But yeah. poker, you're like, oh, my God, I only have nine hours left to go here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, un- uh, it's definitely a unique game because, like, literally, I feel like it's love or hate. People mm-hmm. either love car and, like, it spans all nationality, gender, like people either love or hate it. And I feel like it's usually because of either a connection to their past or just a a general, I I don't know what to call atmosphere. I don't know what to call the, when you're in a group of people, even if you're not talking, Mm -hmm. there's like a shared energy in just, being in an excited state the the start of a poker tournament is the it it is i mean you feel great like just the possibility is there of you winning and everybody's in this room and it's exciting and they're gonna say shuffle up and deal and you know the cars it's just it is that is a great feeling it's it's a great feeling all around for everybody in the room to get that tournament started and you're right there's a there's a big energy in the room and everybody's in it together and it's it's very exciting yeah yeah <laughs> what I, i'm trying to because like i don't want to go into like uh dopamine and <laughs> receptors <laughs> like do you do you feel better if you like you're saying like there's like a loser losing high mm-hmm, sure when you if you go from losing to breaking even do you feel amazing or is that like now i'm winning now it's back down to so that's so you hit on something there too so i've often asked this okay what would you rather would you rather being up two thousand dollars but when you leave you're only up a hundred okay or would you rather be down two thousand (laughs) dollars and leaving being down a hundred which is the better feeling Uh, I think being down. Of course, like it's no question. <laughs> it's no question, right? Yeah, no yeah. question. <laughs> Do you ever just like lose hands right off the bat? Like I got to get down quick. <laughs> no, I don't try and do that. But I've definitely, I've definitely, you know, gotten there. And like you're all, you drive and you're all excited to play. And then you know, next thing you know, you're down, you're down six hundred bucks before you, uh, before you even take a breath. I mean yeah. that, that that is that has all happened. Um, I've always treated gambling. I have an annual budget that I have. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I, you know, I set the amount and then I stretch the amount. I really, I'm like a, uh, you know, like a defense that bends but doesn't break. You know, like, <laughs> it pretty much bends. I'm giving up a lot of field goals, like <laughs> losing, you know, thirty three to nothing on field goals. But you know, it's not sixty. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's been times so that that budget resets on January first. You know, and January 1st is a big day for underground games. So I'm like, okay, January 1st, and I go to an underground game that I shouldn't go to, and it's way bigger than I should. And, you know, I'm down like, you know, $1,300, on on January 1st. That's yeah, awful. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a horrible <laughs> feeling. That's a good way to, to, like, go about it, though, as far as, like, this is my budget for the year. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, I, I've had friends who, like, go and they literally walk in with four grand and, like, it's everything they have. Right. And then like rent the next month. They're like, Hey, (laughs) yeah. See, I I've been, I've been fortunate enough. So I, you know, I've been married for 20 years and I've been with my wife for 10 years before that. Um, 
and you know, I, I've always had a sense of obligation to her, to my to my family. And some people don't have that. Some people push that and they they have disregard yeah. for that. I've always had that in the back of my head. So I've been fortunate enough that I've never let the gambling overcome, you know, more than I can handle. And again, I've pushed it, I've pushed it, I've pushed it, I've pushed it, but I've never let it, I've never let it break. Um, But if they weren't in my life, 100%, (laughs) it would be, you know, it would be out of control, you know, same way anybody's a drug addict or an alcoholic or whatever, I would 100% have that. I just know that about myself. Yeah, it's, it's, such a unique thing too because it's like um like eating addictions because mm-hmm. like well i mean actually no that's different because you like have to eat that's a tough one eating is a tough yeah. one right because you you still have to yeah. do it you can't quit a cold turkey uh do you do you ever feel like you're flirting with the edge of like a gambling yeah oh, it, <laughs> is that part of the fun <laughs> yeah i mean i've justified everything in every sense of the way you know like y- you lose a, you lose a certain amount of money and you compare it to what you could have had i mean i've i've thought of this and from every angle there is um but you know i'm i'm fortunate enough where i make where i make a nice living i can afford these losses but you know, if anybody really heard the numbers, that's not a gambler. It's 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 just an awful <laughs> thing to hear. You're know, like, what are you doing? It's just a waste of money. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much the same as like people with like sport car addictions. Like you're yeah. like, yeah, they have a sports car, but how often do they drive it? Like right. you know. And I've made that comparison like many times. Like I have friends that are into um like fish, right? Uh, you know, the band. Yeah. And they'll go to New Orleans to go to Jazz Fest and they'll do, and I'm not doing any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like look at my clothes. Like I don't have any clothes. Like I I drive a car that, you know, I I I drive a car well beneath what kind of car like a lot yeah. of my uh friends or or you know, contemporaries have. Yeah. Um I just don't need a lot. But what I do need is I want to be able to spend yeah. a, a more more on gambling than I should. Yeah. Yeah. And like everybody has the release. Like mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people won't see it as that, but like, uh, like a lot of people, like we know it's comedy. They're out chasing this uh, to ridiculous levels. You know, there's people who, like, so one of the things that's interesting to me is like I'm an addictive personality mm-hmm. as far as substances. Gambling doesn't do it for sure. Me. Right? It, it's such a weird thing because, like, literally, like scratch offs i'm like i get if i get them for my birthday i might not even scratch them right right <laughs> yeah. exactly oh they'll sit sit on the counter yeah. for yeah and i'll be like i'll call my son like casey you want to you want to come do this scratch off here yeah. i mean yeah it's, it doesn't it doesn't appeal to yeah. me and you know like i never drink like i'm not yeah, i'm yeah. not a drinker um yeah like it's just everybody has their own thing that gets them some people it's sex some people it's it's yeah. drugs or gambling or alcohol whatever it is like everybody yeah. has their own little their own little thing and it's just a matter of can you control it do you want to control it yeah um you know that that's a big one and you know if it does get out of hand can you get out of it i mean that's um you know i i've i've never again i've never had I've never been in a spot where I couldn't recover. I've never been in a spot where I was where I was uh, out of control beyond, you know, where I had to go to uh, Gamblers Anonymous or anything like that. But I can 100% identify with anybody that has those issues because I feel like I know it's there. Yeah. I just have something that allows me to control it yeah. to some extent that not yeah. everybody has. Yeah, and wife and kids is a great, That's a big a one. great thing. You know, like, um yeah, I I know people personally who, the second they had a child or got married, like all of a sudden they were like, oh, th- I have 
like stood taller. Like mm-hmm. they, for the first time in my, I've known these people since I was like ten. For the first time in my life, I saw them then take responsibility. Sure, and it's it is beautiful to see. Yeah, they have somebody. To, they have somebody to answer for besides yeah. themselves. Um, because you know, again, you can you can make you can make that um. I'm, the the words escape me, but you can you can be like, all right, well, you know what? If I do, you know, if I do this line of, and I don't know anything about drugs, but like, you know, if I if I do another this, you know, yeah, so I'm gonna sleep tomorrow, and I'm gonna be out of pot. But what do I have to do tomorrow anyway? It's like you can justify yeah, all of yeah. those things, and the same thing with gambling. Like, all right, so I lose another hundred bucks, I, you know, whatever. Like, what am I doing with that hundred bucks anyway? It's not a it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But so that that's interesting then, because then it's like a, a like you're saying justification mm-hmm. instead. If you can't justify it, like especially when you have other people to answer to, right? Yeah, it, that's a big. But I've definitely been beyond the justification. Like, uh, I'm like <laughs> even that one's tough for me. Like, I, I, I shouldn't. That's not a good justification. Well, I'm sure there's a certain percentage of beyond the justification. There's a justification yeah. chart. Up yeah. <laughs> Here's the line. We're gonna go past the ring of past. Uh, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so if what would you recommend to people who want to play poker for the first time? Uh, probably don't. I mean, <laughs> like, get, it, have the understanding that ultimately it's a losing proposition. And actually, you know, there's there's a comedian that I've been speaking with. I'm not going to bring up his name, but he's been he he's been very into poker recently, and he just went to Las Vegas. He won. Now he's playing online, and he's having success. And, you know, maybe, you know, maybe he's, this is his thing. Like, maybe he's really very good at it. The odds are against him that, that ultimately this will be a winning proposition. So I was like, I was like, listen, you just have to understand that ultimately you're probably going to lose. Like, I know you have this excitement. I know you have this. Um, To answer your question, you know, definitely play, um, you know, play within yourself, have an understanding. This is recreational, you know, um, start low, start with comfortable amounts, do it for fun. There's, if, if you're really interested, it's, it's available online. Yeah. You can go to a casino. It's very easy. Like it's very easy to learn. It's not hard to, to, to get into. Um, but the big thing is just knowing what you're looking to get out of it and playing with an amount that you're very comfortable with. Don't, yeah. if you're concerned about the money, you're going to lose the money. That's a hundred percent, hundred percent of the time. There's no question. Yeah. Because ultimately you're just, you know, like some somebody puts you all in you have even if you have let, let's say you have pocket aces on a hand and and on the flop is you know three four king right and you have a thousand dollars in front of you and they say i'm all in for a thousand dollars like yeah you're probably <laughs> winning but do you really want to risk the thousand dollars there yeah, like it's yeah. it's that's a hard decision yeah. if you're if you care about the thousand dollars you're gonna probably fold <laughs> if you don't care you're like yeah i call yeah yeah and then when they flip over pocket kings and you're right like, and then you just go shoot yourself <laughs> in the parking lot yeah i've 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 felt like that before too for sure <laughs> yeah i the the sickest there there was a time i i played in a tournament and I was doing really well and it was it was a multiple day tournament and I left day one and I felt great, right? And I was so excited for day two and it was a big tournament. It was like, you know, it was five hundred dollar tournament, which was which is pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, there was thousands of people in this thing and I'm really excited and I come back for day two and within like three hands I get dealt pocket kings, which is, you know, second yeah. best hand there is. And I raise and somebody re raises me. 
okay? And then I re-raise them all in. He calls. I have pocket kings. He has ace king. And the flop, he, he ends up with quad aces, you know? <laughs> I should win that hand 70% or 65-70% yeah. of the time. He gets quad. I mean, I went, I went into a corner and, like, you know, I ran off. And, I mean, you should have seen my body. And I couldn't move for literally, like, 30, 40 minutes. Like, I just yeah. couldn't move. Because what do you do with yourself? You had such an adrenaline high from it. And like that, it was over. And there was nothing else I could do that would match that high. Like, what am I going to go play one, two, no limit? Like, it's not yeah. going to match. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was the low. You asked me before, like, about the biggest win. That That's the loss. And uh, and there's been a lot. There's been a yeah. lot of losses. There's been a lot of times when I felt awful. But I think that was the worst that I that I yeah. ever felt. Yeah. And but in, a, in a weird way, though. You're getting the full range of human emotion. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what that's, we're feeling. Something <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. the whole thing. Are you feeling it? Like I'm sure. Like I hate sitting at home at night and having no nothing to do. Yeah. Right. Like mm -hmm. even if you know, I'm staring down a night and I I don't have anything that I know to watch. Um, I'm not going out. I'm not playing poker. Like that is the worst night for me because you feel nothing. Yeah. You know, you go out to an open mic. Yeah, you have the excitement of doing the comedy, then you do the comedy, then you have, you know, either the pain of doing poorly or the 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 bliss of doing well. Yeah. And and it and it it makes you feel something. Yeah. Yeah. I hate not not feeling yeah. something. You know, yeah. it's just that's that's the one thing I just don't like having. Yeah, recently I've been trying to look at like bad situations not as like oh, I I have to do this or that but this is a unique experience that I'm getting to experience this and kind of like changing my perspective on it and trying with that even though it's rough yeah <laughs> do, do you have do you struggle to um and I know it's off topic but do you struggle to get motivated to go out uh to do comedy some nights or do, are you always like okay I'm in I know I'm doing this to go out I'm always motivated to mm -hmm. go out to sit down and write or to rehearse. Yeah, that's to, hard. Yeah, that's where... Not even that I'm not motivated to do that. It's difficult for me. Mm -hmm. um, just because I get distracted easily. Sure. But I'm I'm always motivated to go out at least six days a week. There mm -hmm. is, one, without fail, one day a week where I'm like, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still go out usually. <laughs> right. Yeah. When you're home and you're like, okay, I have to do, I have to rehearse. You're like, you're thinking of all the things like, oh, I got to turn on the microphone. Like, like even something <laughs> like that seems so daunting. Like, oh, I got to turn on the mic or I got to open my laptop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you know what? I've been getting static shocks around here recently. <laughs> right. I don't, I'm not going to touch anything metal. I don't know about that. <laughs> right. And yeah. you don't, you don't, you don't do Zoom mics at all, right? Um, I think I'm going to start mm -hmm. uh, a good friend of mine, Joe Borgata and uh, Angelo Gingerelli. Shout out Brighton Bar, guys. Uh, they booked me on a, a show. And I'm like only doing five minutes, mm -hmm. but I've never done Zoom. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I got to at least practice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's pretty much the same thing. I mean, the nice thing about Zoom mics in general is that you can, you're in front of a different group of people and you could do material, like you could practice material that maybe you you want to just yeah. kind of practice or you could try something new. Um, but yeah, I would recommend doing one or two before you do your, your yeah, show yeah. just to kind of get the feel for it. Also to test the Wi-Fi here. Oh, I'm not a, really <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's a good, a good thing too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause like, that's the thing. Like I've, I've seen a couple clips and like every time, like the 
computer freezes. I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> this is why live is better. <laughs> but yeah, no, I haven't done any of that. I'm excited to actually try that out. Uh, I think I'm doing one tomorrow. Oh, nice. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'm hoping, knock on wood, knock on a robot, that things come back in the summer the way they were at least last summer. Yep. A lot of outside stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to try to figure out how to produce something with the bar across the street. Mm -hmm. They got that great parking lot. And uh, trying to figure out ways to do things now. Yeah. Even. It's rough. You just got to take it one one step at a time and, and just remember that, you know, we are still in a, uh, in a situation where most people aren't going to come out and... Yeah. You know, you just, you have to remember that because that, that's what messes you. are like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do, oh, wait, I can't do any of this stuff. And that yeah. that's the hard part. Tying back the, uh, the gambling to Zoom, one of the things that I've mentioned before is like, I have simultaneously done a zoom mic while playing online <laughs> poker and that that is great i mean there you're <laughs> you're locked in oh man. yeah <laughs> that that's i i can only imagine the adrenaline then it probably equals like live yeah because <laughs> yeah. like zoom i i feel like it, it would probably be low stakes which is one of the reasons sure like i need that hit of that rush of somebody saying your name and now be funny <laughs> right well, and the reason I brought that up initially is, you know, I talked about being motivated to go out. Like, for some reason, I have trouble getting motivated to do a Zoom mic. Like, yeah, yeah. I go out, I'm there. Zoom's always there. I mean, you know, you can find three or four Zoom uh, mics a night if you yeah. wanted. But, you know, you're like, okay, well, I mean, what am I going to do? That's, <laughs> you're saying, like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to sign up for this thing. I'm going to watch people while I'm in, you know, I'm in my living room. Like, yeah. Uh, so it's it's hard to get motivated yeah. to do it. It's, yeah. easier to, it's easier to get out of the house. Yeah. It's, it's, you ever, do you ever feel not motivated to play poker? No, no. Oh, that's, it's always, yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> if, I'll, I'll always answer the bell on that one. Yeah, yeah. It, like, if I have a, I, what I've been doing mo recently is Sundays have been my gambling day. Uh, like, cause I could do it early and, you know, go, go to my car at like four or five o'clock, something yeah. like that. And by six o'clock, I'm feeling miserable. You know, I'm really like, <laughs> what am I doing? Like, I should have, hung out with my son or something. You know, it's, really, it's really bad. But, you know, on again, on the days that I know I'm going to play poker, that's when I'm most, yeah. that's just when I'm most excited, even yeah. even more so than a, you know, than a show. Like, cause again, the thing is, if, if I'm doing comedy one night, like, I'd rather lose, I'd feel better about myself losing 300 bucks than I would bombing on stage. So, like, there's more to lose <laughs> yeah, in yeah. doing comedy. Like, yep. it, there's just more to lose there. That you, yeah. you, you have to prepare, you have to get ready, you have to get in that mindset. With this, all right, I lost, you know, it only hurt me. Like, it's all, that's yeah. the only person it really yeah. hurt. Yeah, that's what, like, I, I wouldn't even, it, again, it's, it's like the substances versus gambling versus like doing a mic. Like, it's, it's such different highs and lows. Mm -hmm. Like, no, it's all the same. It's all the same. It, stuff. It, it, it is, but to me, it, every one of those feels different. Mm -hmm. Like I, I can't, I can see why people like myself. Like, if you put cocaine in my system, that's it. I'm off on the races. Right. There, but if you give me a hundred dollars and say you can either gamble or get cocaine, like I, well, see, no, that's not a good. Uh, <laughs> I would definitely get cocaine. But, <laughs> but uh, if you say, here is unlimited money to gamble mm -hmm. with, 
I would reach a point where I'd be like, all right, I just want to go home. Right. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I don't, I don't have that. I, I don't have that in me. Or if I did, I would be looking forward to very much looking forward to the next time. Like, yeah, you have to go get some sleep. You have to go do this. Yeah. But unt- if, if I come off a win, I can think about nothing else but playing again. And that's, yeah. that's the big issue. If I come off a big loss, I'm like, okay, let me take, let me take two or three <laughs> weeks off. I've had enough. Like, let me, let me do yeah. But if somebody gave me like, all right, you know what? Here's 500 bucks. Go play. You know, if you lose, don't worry about it. If you win, we'll split it. Like, all right, I'll go do that. <laughs> I'll go do that all day. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I will always ans- answer the bell yeah. for that for sure. Yeah. Do you have anything coming up comedy wise? Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm doing, doing the mic circuit. Um, you know, again, I'm, I'm still pretty new to this whole thing and, um, you know, I'm really trying to learn the ropes in turn of, in terms of, uh, how do you get involved with shows and who do you speak with and how do you do that part? Yeah. I have been doing um, flamingos every Saturday night, which is, you know, sometimes it's, it's good. Sometimes it's, you know, more of a mic, yeah. um, but you know, there's a nice environment there and I always appreciate that opportunity and, and um, going there tonight as well. Um, but in, I'm, I'm definitely planning on uh, producing shows when, when all this comes out, we do have the King of the Mountain event on uh, yeah, March 11th, which that. I've been, which I've been working on and trying to make that more fun and, and more structured and, and pretty cool. And I'm, you know, I'm hosting an open mic every other Monday yeah. uh, at, at the spot in Nanuet, which is a pool hall. And it's pretty cool if anybody wants to come out there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put um like links and, and, and taggy and everything. Cool. But like, I, I want to say, like, I appreciate that you're not only hitting mics hard, but you're opening up chances for other comics. Oh, thanks. And, and that's that's really cool because it's very easy to just be like, oh, I'm just kind of going to hit the mics and focus on me. Right. It's nice to see people come in and be like, no, I have to do things for other people. Too. Yeah, I, I definitely take pride in that, too, even though uh, I've gotten um, criticized for charging $5 <laughs> for, <laughs> for, uh, for the open mic, which which I am just giving right over to the place. Yeah. I'm not keeping a penny. I'm giving it right to them. I forget, I don't know if I commented on it or not, but I saw how you handled that guy too. You handled yeah. that so well. It's just Thanks, like, man. <laughs> yeah, because it was like he was trying to get a reaction out yeah. of you. I was like, oh, this guy. But you were very much like, hey, listen, you, you, if you can't have, if you don't have it, five dollars, <laughs> right. I'll pay for. It. I've done it right. before, or you know. It, it, you want to spend seven dollars on mozzarella sticks, which right. you don't probably even want, right. or five dollars and it'll support a venue during a pandemic. Exactly, that is supporting comedians. I, I was I, like, oh. I killed the guy with kindness. Was yeah, my was yeah. my approach there? And, <laughs> and honestly, I meant it. If he if he reached out to me and said, "Listen, I want to come, but I don't have five dollars," fine, I'll go on. Yeah, I've yeah. I've definitely done that. And and really, my mindset with this thing was giving giving the comedians a place to have a mic trying to uh, support a place that, you know, has been shut down for two months or whatever it was prior to all this and just trying to be win-win for everybody, everybody but me. You know, I'm I'm not, I'm not gaining anything from it other than uh, honing hosting skills, which, you know, is definitely something to work on. Yeah. 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 It's always good. Like, that's why uh, whenever I get a chance at Wawa, I'll, I'll try it out. But hosting is so hard. It is. Well, you can't, I mean, to do a set off the top, like it's real. That's really hard. It's it's hard to kill in that spot. Yeah, that, that's yeah, a tough yeah. thing to do. Because yeah. most people are just like, let's get the mic started. Let's go. What is this guy doing? You know, he's not even first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you know tips at all? Uh, I've been there once. Been yeah. there. I bombed horrendously. There. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. 
Uh, it's it's a unique room, especially depending on if it's inside and upstairs. Mm-hmm. And, but um, Bob Gonzo used to run a mic there, and uh, I I just I would go there because I just really liked the energy of it. I I know Bob Gonzo from things that my brother used to do mm-hmm. forever ago. Uh, he was involved with music, so I was like, I know this guy. Let me just go here support this place mm-hmm. that's also a venue. He asked me to host once, and uh, Sick Vic was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was very nervous to do it. I'm trying to work material in it, and I'm not doing well. And then Sick Vic gets up, and I light him at five minutes. I light him at six minutes. <laughs> and now I'm holding the light up, and it's seven minutes, and he's just going. Yeah. And going. And, go- and I stand up eventually. I was like, I- listen, I've never hosted. What do I yeah, do? What's the protocol <laughs> <Yeah>. here? <laughs> Bob is not giving me any direction. <laughs> eventually, I was just like, all right, sick pick. Let's <laughs> give it up for him. And like everyone caught on that I was like trying to get him off. I think he ended up doing like eight and a half yeah. minutes. But... I've seen I've seen people take advantage of that, but then they, they, <laughs> they pretend they didn't see the light or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a tough spot. Like, what are you supposed to? How do you how do you kick them off? You, like, <laughs> yeah. tackle them? Like, what do you do? Especially sick pick. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not getting on that guy's bad side. <laughs> he, he was at the he was at the mic the other night. He he let out like two big sneezes without any like. Yeah, <laughs> any, no, we're not in a pandemic. I'm just gonna sneeze. I'm going to sneeze everywhere, like nobody, just, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you going to say to him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, as much as, as much as, like, <laughs> that guy is an enigma, I have seen him kill in front of any actual crowd, yeah, crowd he's been yeah. in front of. Yeah. So, uh, I just kind of, all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, thank you so much for yeah, coming out and I doing this. I appreciate you having me. Uh, again, I'm gonna tag everything. I think this might be out before the King of the Hill, King of the Mountain, King of the Mountain. <laughs> yes, um, I'm not positive on that. I don't even know what date. All right, is. well, we're we're planning. The goal with the King of the Mountain is to do those somewhat regularly. We're trying All to right. build it. Um, so if if it's not out by March 11th, we will have one coming soon, and hopefully, uh, people will come out. Yeah, yeah, it's a ton of fun. I really love the idea because, again, it's helping comedians, you know, to get their name out there with a possible spot. And uh, I am eternally grateful for anyone who wants to help me do this. Cool. And let, let me just say this about you. I, you know, I I've I know you've been doing this about a year as well. Um, I've only known you a few months, but I'm, you know, really impressed with both your comedy, your initiative on the podcast. I mean, you're you're really taking it uh, very seriously and, and, and you're being you're very successful with it so congratulations oh, to you and, and you. keep it up thank you thank you Absolutely. very much yeah all right tim play us out tim's kind of dumb let's help him get smart it's time to teach tim stuff <laughs>